Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of Shmuel Aleph, the first book of Samuel. We are in the middle of chapter 25. We left off where Avigail, the wife of Novel, was approaching David and his men with uh, food and gifts, um, uh, a, a, a feast full of food uh, to give them in repayment for the protection that they provided for her husband's uh, flock of sheep and and goats over the year during this festive time of shearing. David was on his way with 400 men all armed and ready for battle to uh, take vengeance against uh, Naval for refusing to give them their due. Um, Naval does not know that she's on her way. Uh, She has not told him, but she wants to do what's right and what's just and also to save her whole family and household from destruction at the hands of David. So she's doing this without reporting it to her husband. We are up to verse 21. So now, David Omar, and David was saying, and when there is no subject to whom he is speaking, uh, generally this means he was saying to himself, this is what David was thinking. David was thinking, Achla sheker shomarti, for nothing I have guarded, all of this man's belongings in the wilderness. All of this whole year I've been helping guard his things and I've been doing it for nothing. We've done such a good and faithful job that not a single possession of his was, was taken or hurt. And he repaid me with evil in, in, in face of me acting nicely and well with him. I, done, I did good by him and he did not... He returned me, treating me this way. This is what God should do to David's enemies. And um, and so God should add even more. In other words, the punishment from me, the vengeance from me, David, and God could even do more. If I leave from any of his things that he possesses till the morning, any, a single person, this is a very derogatory way of referring to men, anyone who urinates against the wall, any man. In other words, David held not just Naval culpable, but all of the men among his, um, among his group who presumably by association supported Naval in his, uh, in his uh, stingy and arrogant approach. And, uh, and didn't stand up for David's rights and the rights of David's men. And when Abigail, as she's a, coming down, coming uh, from the camp with all this food, uh, she saw David coming, and she hurried. Presumably she knows she needs to rush. This is the second time the verse tells how she hurried because she quickly needs to ma- ma- do her plan before David meets Novel, and it's all over anyway, and her plan will never have a chance to happen. So, and she got down from the donkey, and she fell before David on her face, treating him as if he was a king already, and she bowed to the land, to the ground, and she fell before his feet, and she said, Be Ani Adoni Havon. Please, my master, the sin is mine. I am responsible. Even though clearly she was not responsible. But in, in her, her humility, she took responsibility to herself to fix this issue. 
Please allow your maidservant to speak in your ear. Before you do anything rash, listen to what your maidservant, in other words, I have to say. Apparently she didn't wait for David to say okay. She just continued talking. Don't consider, don't take to heart that which over the matter of this this. Uh, Nasty guy, al novel regarding novel, kichishmo kenhu. Just as his name is a, his name is he is disgusting, so is he. Novel shimo, his name is novel unvala imo, and disgusting, grotesque behavior. That is what follows him. That is what's with him. That's how he lives. Vani amoscha, and I am your maidservant. Lo reisiat na rehadunia shalachta. I didn't. I wasn't there at the time when your men came. And the men that you sent to speak to Novel, I wasn't there, so I wasn't didn't have the opportunity to respond kindly and to respond appropriately. Novel was the one that was there, and he was the one who responded in such a nasty, selfish way. And now, my master, by the life as as God lives, and as you live, the God who has held you back from coming with in, with blood, literally meaning God has kept you and God has helped you not respond with violence. It's unclear. It seems almost like she's referencing the previous opportunities that David had to commit violence. She's appealing to David's merciful side and saying, don't respond with violence here either. Remember in the previous chapter especially and in other occasions David had the opportunity to respond with violence and he chose not to. Here she's asking him, please don't do that again because by hurting Novel and his and the whole family, you're hurting me and you're hurting innocent people. And um, um, and God has saved your hand for you. In other words, God uh, has helped you from, kept you from acting in a rash way and acting in a violent way and he has and he has saved your hand for you he has kept you able to defend yourself while at the same time stopping you from committing violence and now let your enemies be like uh novel like that let them all fall in, in the same fate that novel will fall into and all those that are looking to harm my master, to harm you, David, should all have share the same fate as Novel will share. In other words, when you allow God to take vengeance for you and you don't bloody your hands, so to speak, on your own, and may all of your enemies fall the same fate. Viata, and now, Habiracha Hazos, this blessing, in other words, this wonderful food and everything, that offering that I am giving you, Asher Hevi Adoni, that your maidservant. Uh, the, the, the language, she shows two different languages, Amoscha, which is also um, uh, translated as maidservant, but it's slightly a higher level of, and Amma is typically a, 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 a Jewish young girl that gets hired out to another family due to poverty. A Shifcha is, is, is typically a slave girl, so now she's calling herself an even <laughs> more humble um, uh, uh, phrase, Shifcha that which your maidservant has brought to my master, give it to all of the young men that are going and following my master. Um, 
Sona, please forgive Lefesha Hamosacha to the sin of your maidservant. Again, she's saying this, asking for forgiveness, even though she's not the one who's ever sinned. Because God will give my master a a bayit neman, a which means a solid house, a house which will literally means trustworthy, trustworthy in the sense that it will last forever, a long-lasting and enduring home because you my master uh, you the wars that you wage are the wars of God they're not selfish personal wars but you are the leader of the people and the wars that you will wage are the wars of God himself and there shall be no evil found in you for your days here she's appealing again to David saying don't take this vengeance. Don't act in such a way because if you do, it will turn out that you will very possibly, very probably be guilty of taking innocent life of people that did not deserve that punishment. Even if Naval maybe did, the others do not. So make sure in, other, in, a, in order to fight, the, fight the, the war of God, you have to be unselfish and make sure that you do not have any evil, do not have any bad within you. This is a really, really deep and important verse here because we know as time goes on, there will be faults. There will be flaws in David's character. But at this point, at this point so far, everything that David has done has been perfect, so to speak. And she's begging him to do as as much as he can to keep it that way. And um, uh, a person who may get up and chase you, and to search to try to kill you, may the soul of my master be bound in the bound of life, uh, with the, uh, in the tzor is a bundle of life. May you always be tied to life. In other words, keep, stay and remain, uh, and remain virtuous so that your soul will always be attached to life and not death and killing. With the life that, that continues with God, the Lord your God. And the soul of your enemies, may they be flung in the, in the, um, from the kaf, which is the pocket of the kela, of the slingshot, something, the sling. Clearly, she's probably referencing this slingshot because this is a, uh, a weapon that David was very familiar with, as, of course, you recall the story of David and Goliath. And she's saying that the, the uh, kafakela is the pocket of destruction within which the souls of the, uh, those that are your enemies will stay there. But if you, again, she's saying pretty clearly that if you decide to take the route of vengeance and killing, then you may not merit to be in this bit <laughs> you you will descend to the same depths as your enemies and it shall be that when god has done for my master everything that he has spoken good about you in other words she clearly knew and this was well known to the people by now that david was destined to be the king because uh, you know Samuel had anointed him so, but Zivchal and Agid al Yisrael, and 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 he appoints that you should become the leader of the people of Israel. Velotiyazos lechal lefuka, 
do not let this episode be a something which makes you trip, which makes you stumble. Ule michshol, and uh, another word for stumbling, lev ladoni michshol lev, a stumbling block for your heart. In other words, something that will cause you to lose your ability to have that moral michshol lev. In other words, you need to have that moral standing to say that you are better. The moral standing to get up and say that I don't have evil, that I'm not vengeful, I don't kill innocent people, as opposed to Saul, who we, we just learned several chapters ago, has that terrible stain of mass murder to his, to his uh, record. David, you need to stand up and not have that stain on your record. And to go ahead and spill innocent blood for nothing. You cannot have that on your record. And... Um, and may uh, he um, uh, he my you know meaning my master be saved by God. And may God do good for my master. And then you and when God does good, you will remember your maidservant. You will remember me, because you'll remember that I set this right. So here she's trying to save her entire family, and she's appealing to David. And her, the, we mentioned how intelligent she was, and her intelligence comes out so clear in this speech here, explaining to David what makes him different than Saul. Why is it that he deserves the kingdom, whereas Saul does not? Because he does not act vengefully. He does not kill innocent people. He does not act that way. Vayomer David Lavigail, David responded and spoke and said to Avigail, Baruch Adonai Israel, may God, the Lord of Israel, be blessed. That he has sent you today to greet me. I was acting in anger. I got upset. I got angry. And I was about to do something violent. God sent you to me to teach me otherwise. And blessed be your, your reasoning, your, um, your explanations, your speech was wonderful. And you yourself are a blessed woman. Asher kilisini. Because you have stopped me, you have stopped me today from murdering and you saved my own hand for me. In other words, you saved me and allowed me to maintain the upper moral hand. And as long as God, the Lord of Israel, lives, that he has kept me from harming you, right? Um, so praise be God who has kept me from harming you, because had you not been in a hurry, and, and had you not come quickly to meet me and greet me, there wouldn't have been left by tomorrow morning a single male person in the entire household of Naval. And David then accepted the gift that she brought to him, and he said to her, Go home in peace. See, I have listened to your voice, I have listened to your advice, and I have respected that which you have advised. This is really important here because taking advice from a woman is no small manner of of um, humility in those days. The future king listening to a woman and saying, you're right, and I respect you, and I honor you. This is something which in those days could have been seen, was, it would have been seen by many other men as a sign of weakness. But to David, 
David listened to someone who was earnest and honest in what she said. When he heard good advice, he took it, regardless from its source. And, and, and he recognized her intelligence. He recognized how much she meant what she said and that she was right. When presented with the truth, David took it. Vatovo Avigail el Naval. And Avigail came back to Naval. And at a time he was having a party, like a party of a king. In other words, he was celebrating the, the shearing. And Naval was in a good mood and he was happy. And he was extremely drunk. So she did not tell him not anything small or big out of broker until the morning came. So she didn't have to tell him. He was partying. He was drunk. No reason to say anything about what happened. He was involved in having a good time. The morning came. When the influence of the wine left Naval. And, um, and his wife told him all of the things that happened. Uh, basically, by Amosli Bobikirbo, and his his um, his heart died within him. He recognized how uh, well what this exactly means. He just felt awful. Uh, his heart died within him. This led to maybe a heart attack. oven, and he was stiff as a stone. So maybe it means that he got a heart attack, and he just was bedridden. Uh, approximately 10 days passed eventually died possibly of heart failure David heard that Naval had died and he said blessed is God he fought the fight of my shame God fought for me I did not have to be guilty of murder God took care of justice for me he took justice from and he held back his servant, in other words, me, he held me back from perpetrating evil. And, and the evil of Naval, God, um, uh, literally it means returned on his head, meaning God took care of him, took the appropriate justice. And David sent and he spoke to, um, to speak to Abigail to suggest that she become his wife. Um, uh, seems like a very appropriate wife for a future king, a woman of such uh, intelligence, of such kindness, a woman of cunning, a woman of courage, uh, and, and a woman of physical beauty that we mentioned before. They, he sent for now she was a widow, to take her for a wife. The servants of David came to Abigail to Carmel via Dabroela and they spoke to her the following message, David David sent us to you to take you to him as a wife. And she stood up, and she bowed down to the ground. Behold, your maidservant is here as a maidservant, right? Literally, Amoscha is a higher level, like I said, of a maidservant. Uh, and a shiv, uh, is like a shivcha, a lower level. In other words, I'm ready to submit myself to come to wash the feet of my master. In other words, I'm ready to do anything for David. I'm in. And she rushed again. She hurried and she got up. And she rode on a donkey on five of her young uh, uh, women uh, that were her attendees. Uh, those that go with her, that go before her, 
to help her. And she followed the messengers of David and she became his wife. And David also took another wife from Jezreel, right, from Israel. He took Achinoam, Batiana, Gamshtein, Lolanashim. At this point now he has these two wives. Michal, apparently, uh, that was his wife before, Shaul's daughter, that your mind, our minds immediately go, wait a minute, you just said that both of them, but what about the third wife, the wife that we already knew about, Michal, the one who had saved David when he was escaping but uh, Saul, but also, despite saving him, also um, wasn't so loyal when she spoke to her father. And she said to her father, you know, that David threatened to kill her. So her loyalty was somewhat uh, questionable. But she apparently did not go out to the wilderness with David and remained back in the palace with her father. So Vishaol Nasan at Michal Bito, Shaol took this opportunity. Uh, presume on the heels of David taking these two wives, took his daughter and gave her Michal Vito Eshes David, the wife of David. He gave her Lefalti Ben Laish Asher Migalim, gave her as a wife to Palti Ben Laish, who was from a place called Galim. Now, um, how exactly Saul took a, a woman who was still married, as far as we know, and it says clearly in the verse Eshet David, she's still technically the wife of David. But Saul gave her away. Obviously, this was a meant to be a smack in the face to David, um, which, uh, given Saul's behavior until now, shouldn't surprise us at all. So this concludes chapter 25. Thank you so much for studying chapter 25 together. Uh, chapter 26 will continue the uh, saga of of David as a um, as a fugitive and Saul chasing him down. Um, looking forward to studying chapter 26 and, of course, the rest of this book of Samuel together.